As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hello. Hello. What's going on? How's it? How's it hanging? Ah, pretty good, man. Uh, I was calling in to get some stuff off my chest. I believe uh, you and I. Uh, my, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous here. It's okay, man. It's okay. Um, <sighs> tell me, tell me what it is that you wanted to uh, to talk about today. Ah. Uh, Man, so I'm I'm addicted to to hookers, man. Okay. You know? And and it's not just it it it's not just hookers, right? It, it's the idea of hitting it raw, you know. Okay. Yeah. And can. And convincing them, you know, uh, just some will, some won't, some don't give a shit, some are expensive, some are cheap, and it it doesn't matter, you know. I'm I'm just the I'm I'm addicted to it, man. Okay. Um. How how often are you seeing prostitutes? Uh, man. Uh, as often as humanly possible, as long as I have the disposable income to do so, as long okay. as my bills are paid pretty much and, and foods in my mouth, pretty much everything else is going to that it's become okay. a hobby or a sport at this point, you know? Okay. Uh, how long have you been, uh, been doing this for? Ah, uh, man. So the whole doing it raw was in the past year or so, but I've, I've been seeing hookers off and on for about six years now, for the most part. At, at first, it was just the thrill of, uh, of seeing a hooker, right? And then that wasn't enough anymore. The idea of being able to pay for something that you want without having to deal with the extra bullshit mm -hmm. was fun to me you know okay. pardon my language sorry mm -hmm. um and uh how often would you i know you said as often as you can but like you know realistically how often would you say you're you're visiting a prostitute uh anywhere between one to four times a week Okay. And it's almost never the same girl in the same state. How how much money are you spending? Uh, this year alone, probably about thirty to forty grand. Okay. Um. So I mean, 
if we were to get into this here, what uh, what kind of like need do you feel like you're trying to fill with uh, these prostitutes? I mean, if if you were to get into it, um, I don't really know. I, I guess the excitement my day-to-day lacks, you know? Because, like I said, it's it's like a sport to me. It's okay. something that excites me. When, when it's somebody I've never met before, you know, it's a total stranger. It's that, that, that rush of meeting somebody new and doing the most primal thing a human being can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, could, I mean, there's definitely like a, you know, a, a, some kind of a novelty dopamine chasing thing going on for sure. Um, now what were you going to say no 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 go ahead it's fine okay Um, now you said that you're you're chasing some kind of excitement that you feel like is not present in your life right yeah yeah I do okay tell me about tell me about your life outside of uh Outside of outside of your prostitute addiction, what do you what do you do on a daily basis? What is your life like? Ah, uh, man. So, I I work by myself, right, day in day out. I'm all alone from you know sun up to sundown, and I'm stuck with my thoughts of previous. Uh, previous endeavors, previous actions, you know, and, you know, uh, I get a chance to think a lot. Okay. And I think that's what, that's what drives me to it so much, right? As I'm left alone with my thoughts so much, no human interaction throughout the day, I need that little bit of extra excitement i guess yeah. maybe it's boredom or possibly even just my addictive personality you know but yeah yeah you know i think one of the things that um you know sex provides is like time is that it's a very in as you were talking about it's a very primal in the moment thing you know when you're having sex right. and you're you know, focused on someone's body, your, uh, you know, thoughts kind of dissipate and you're, you know, in your, in your sex brain and you're very focused on one particular, um, thing. Uh, and you know, that can be an attractive notion and you could, and you know, you could really say that about a lot of addicting things. Um, you, I'm sure you could say that about, you know, drugs and alcohol and uh, video games and, you know, anything that, you know, we use to take our minds off of, you know, the thoughts that we're trying to avoid. Um, go ahead. I was going to say the, the crazy part is I was able to give up the rest of that stuff, right? Like I used to be a 
addicted to, you know, all sorts of different things. I was addicted to drugs. I was addicted to cigarettes, this, that, and the other. I gave it all up, you know, for a good long time. Uh, and I'm still clean and sober to this day. And mm-hmm. this is just a recent thing. It was like as soon as I started making good money, it was like I, I needed to, to spend it as fast as humanly possible, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I'd been so poor for so long. I, you know, I, I found a, just a really good paying job. And, uh, you know, I guess that's where it all started, right? Mm-hmm. Now, is there a... um? Is this fulfilling and uh, a thing for you that is that is purely sexual? That is purely about you know achieving a, a sexual gratification, or is there an element here of trying to satisfy you know a need for intimacy? Um, I wouldn't say it's purely sexual, though. I would say that it's a good portion. I mean, okay, there is a bit of the intimacy factor that goes with it you know because like i said i am alone all day blah 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 and uh you know i'm alone from anywhere for a couple of weeks to a couple of months at a time while i'm working so you know it 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 depends but i would say a majority of it is is the ideal of the the primal just lizard brain in me just I trying to copulate with as many female partners as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You said that you have like an addictive personality. So this is kind of like this, this kind of like excess and, you know, never ending, uh, you know, desire to be filled is something that's been like a constant throughout a lot of your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. You know, it, it it started out with, you know, cigarettes when I was young, super young, probably, I don't know, nine, ten years old, started with cigarettes, and then it was weed, and then it was drinking and weed, then it was, you know, coke and ecstasy, and next thing I know, I'm homeless under a bridge shooting crystal meth, you know? Okay. I lost everything. And uh, and you're you're not homeless currently. You said that you have a job and you're making money now. Oh yeah, I I make well over six figures now. Um, okay, I, I've got my life together. I've got a nice place. I, I'm fully furnished. I'm almost never home, but you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I I got a really nice place for when I do get a chance to go home that I get to enjoy. Um, I. And even through all of this, uh, I'm still able to save money and and set it aside to to be able to to save up and try and you know do something for the future, investments, get a house, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so, so let's I guess talk about that's this. Part that's, Hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to finish your sentence. I I guess that's the part that's what's making it so hard, right? Is is I'm still able to to manage right. everything on on my day to day. 
right? Yes. Like, it's not fucking yeah. up my life in any way, except yeah. for the fact that I caught chlamydia twice yeah. this year, which yeah. is, at, at the end of the day, not that big a deal. You take a couple of antibiotics and you're okay in a week, you okay. know? Okay. Yeah, so that was so that kind of leads into the question I was going to ask you, which is like, okay, so you you have this you know addiction to to seeing prostitutes, and um, it's a dude, it's a difficult thing um, when you have an addiction of some kind or a problem of some kind, but you don't, but yet you're able to be functional, and you know you're you're making money and you're you know have all these aspects of your life that are going well in spite of this problem that you have it, it makes it really easy to go well if all these other aspects of my life are, are going well is this problem even really a problem um and then that that you know kind of demotivates you in in your uh you know desire to fix it so i want to know you know from you if you had to really think about it and you know you called in to me and you wanted to talk about this and you know you i can tell that you're identifying this as as, as a problem what to you are the ways in which this is this is negatively impacting you? Ah, man, I I find myself putting me or I I I find I'm putting myself in in risky positions, even though okay. I'm making good money right now. Right, like technically hiring an escort or a prostitute is illegal at the end of the day, right? Like that, that could end up costing me my job. And it's, it, it could, you know, it more than likely won't because of how safe I am, but you do anything enough, eventually you will get caught, okay. you know? Um, and it's one of those things, it's not, It's not sustainable, right? Because sure. one day I will make the wrong decision, right? One sure. day I'll hook up with the wrong girl and maybe, just maybe, probably won't, but maybe I'll catch something that's incurable. But right. as it sits right now with medical advances, if you take the right medicines, you can okay. get vaccinated for for almost Every STD minus chlamydia, gonorrhea, hepatitis C, and uh, what is it? The syphilis, H HIV? right? And well, you you can you can take a pill to prevent HIV. Actually, as okay. long as you're not sharing needles with somebody, you can take a pill day in and day out. And I've been on that pill uh, this whole time. So okay, you've been on this HIV. You know, pill. it's like it's so. So, yeah, so things are okay now. You haven't caught any serious diseases. You haven't lost your job. You still have a nice place. You're still saving enough. It, it's not destroying you financially. But in your mind, you're aware of the fact that this is not going to be sustainable forever. And that if you don't fix the issue now, you know that you're going to wind up into some trouble later. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what if any what if anything have you done to to try to mitigate this or to to try to 
fix this issue? Uh, it's okay if the answer is nothing. Uh, not necessarily nothing. Um, I, I've tried to bury myself in work, so I have okay. left less time to to be alone with my thoughts. Yeah, but all that does is make things worse because then I have more disposable income. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it sounds like, and I'm yeah. not a real therapist. I'm playing armchair therapy here, but I'm just kind of, you know, going uh, with yeah. you about what I'm observing is like, you know, when you're like addicted to shit and you're looking for things to take you away from your thoughts, it's like, well, okay, I was into weed and I was into crystal meth and all these things to like get away and now prostitutes is my thing to get away from my thoughts. And now I'm going to, you know, dive really deep into my work to uh, get away from prostitutes uh, uh, to not be just just it's it's all of it becomes this way to get away from as you keep bringing up being alone with your own thoughts. And uh, it's it's like a game of fucking whack-a-mole or something. Where you're just keeping substituting various things to get away from your own thoughts, which is a natural thing to do. I don't, you know, you, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to be a, a crystal meth addict to uh, be, you know, getting away from your thoughts. I think getting away from your 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 thoughts is something that that everyone tries to do, um, and I think there are, are various uh, healthy slash unhealthy ways of doing it. But, you know, let's explore this for a second. What about your thoughts is so terrible that you need to get away from them so badly? Damn, I, I haven't even thought about that in so long. Uh, if, if I were to be honest, I, I guess I sit there and, and replay specific events in my life. Okay. that have negatively impacted me. Okay. Uh, specifically, when I was real young, when Bitcoin okay. was first coming around, I really wanted to invest. I had about $3,000 I wanted to invest in, in Bitcoin okay. way back when. My family was like, no, 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 save that for college. Save, save that for college. I went to college and I dropped out almost immediately. I went to two semesters. I spent that, or I went to one semester. I spent that three grand on that one semester and then I never went back. I got good grades. I just, I didn't have the funds to be able to facilitate something like that at the time without a full ride scholarship. I was smart enough and I was dedicated enough. I just, the money wasn't there. And so that was something I never pursued. So, and, so uh, if I can if, stop you for just a second. So in general, these yeah. thoughts that you're getting away from, would you say, would it be fair to say that a lot of these thoughts that you're trying to get away from comprise, are comprised of uh, ruminations on past mistakes and, the, and that those ruminations are painful for you? I would say a, a vast majority of it would be. Okay. And it, it doesn't have to be a major mistake either, right? Like even, okay. even if it's something as minor as like 
I fucked up putting a one instead of a two in this place when I was doing, yes. you know, when I when I was filling out a piece of paperwork, you know, okay. like e- even okay. the most minute. But, but but the 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 degree, the- right 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 the and 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 and, and you know forget about the degree of the mistakes, but just in general mistakes, ways that you fucked up in the past. Um, yeah, you know, be they writing your name, misspelling your name on a fucking tax form or, you know, ruining a relationship or, or whatever it is. It's just ruminations on mistakes that you've made. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this is a long, complicated, real therapy question here. Um, and I don't know okay. if you have an answer for it, but let's talk about it. Why are you having such a hard time letting this shit go? Why can't you just let it go? Ah. Uh, Why is it because so Because if, if I had made... The, the big one that stems from it is if I had made that one little decision when I was real young, when I was like 13, 14 years old. Okay. I would be so well off right now. All right. I'd be living like Donald Trump and I wouldn't right. have to work for anything. I'd be, you know, 30, retired, traveling around the world, doing whatever I wanted day in and day out. And I would still have, you know, I'd be able to do basically whatever I want. Live like a rapper, essentially, Jerry, which is what society Jerry, wants from us. Jerry. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe that society wants you to live like a rapper? Yeah, no, I don't. But, you know, that that's, you know, you could be James Bond if you wanted to, if you just had enough money, right? Like, that's what society teaches you from me. Jerry, Jerry, I, I, have, I have a few things to say. Um, yeah. You can't, especially if it's something when you were 13, you can't let regret like complete like your regret is just com- completely fucking you right now you're like it's just completely fucking you your regret is like tunnel visioning you away from all the infinite possibilities of the universe that you could be pursuing if you weren't focused on the regret you know i think i think you could benefit from instead of thinking about what you don't have as a result of you know decisions that you 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 made that that maybe didn't work out you know you could think about all everything you have now right i mean you told me oh. that you were on the str- you told me that you were under a bridge smoking crystal meth is that true you yeah. were under a bridge smoking crystal meth yeah about a little over 3 years ago yeah. Um, okay. That's about how you were long under I've been. you were under a bridge smoking crystal meth, and now you have a job that gives you six figures, and you have an apartment. You have a you have such a great. You're working off of such a great base. You're working off of such a great base for your life, and instead of you know appreciating the 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 position that you're currently in, and and ideating on what you can do now from here from where you actually are like living in reality which is a great reality you don't live in it you live in a great reality like how often do you really think about that 
You live in a great reality. You have a great base to work off of and to sit there and regret that you didn't make the right decision when you were 14 and, and that, you know, you, you, you're not living like a ramper now. It's such a, such a mistake, Jerry. It's such a mistake. Yeah. And you could, if you like shifted your perspective to be thinking about instead of what you don't have, what you do have and how you can work off of that you you could just be so much more excited about life and so much more excited about the future and i i i i guess i don't know i want i i i'd like to see uh think about that more instead of thinking about what you don't have because you have such a great oh. base off of which uh. to work oh don't get me wrong i I'm, I'm very grateful for what i do have and yeah. I've worked very hard to to get myself to so this just, point. So just so just give it up, man. Give give. I don't I don't know how I, I I don't know I don't know how best to tell you this or how best to and and it's easier. You know, I'm I'm sitting here from an outside perspective, and everything's always easier said than done. Yeah. But I mean, fuck fuck Jerry, just give it up, man. Give up the what are you doing? You know, being so upset about the past and what could have been. You know, I, I've had times in my life yeah. where I've, I've regretted decisions that I that I, you know, could have made that would have, you know, set me off better financially or set me off, you know, better in my career and my life. But what the fuck is there possibly to be gained in doing that? So, I mean, I don't know how to better tell you this than just just to give it up. You know, what are you what are you holding on to yeah. it for? It's serving you. Li- it's literally just serving you no purpose. Yeah. Completely right. Um, And so if you gave it up, and then all of a sudden you made you alone with your thoughts to be an exciting place. You know, if your thoughts were optimistic, if your thoughts were, you know, exciting to you, and you actually liked your thoughts, maybe it wouldn't suck so much to be alone with them. And then that would have a ripple effect. And then you wouldn't, you know, want to, want to, you know, lose yourself in, in prostitutes or, or in work or in, or in whatever it is, you know, if you made your thoughts a better place to be. And I think making your thoughts a better place to be will, will begin with you, you know, giving up any regrets of the past because you really need to look at them in the face and understand just how little they are serving you and just how much they are holding you back and how much, you know, you're, you're making it worse by, by carrying all that shit around instead of, you know, operating off of the base that you that you currently have, which is a really great one, you know. And I hope that after this conversation that you feel compelled to do all of those things and that you, um, you know, change your mind to be more excited. Because I think that'll unlock a lot for you. Because if you were able to get yourself, if you're, you know, you know, if what you're telling me is, is really, is your story and that you were, you know, went from fucking being homeless smoking meth under a bridge to uh you know having a job with six figures and living in a a nice place then i you know i know that i know for about you from that that you can really do some shit you know you really have the power to make great changes in your life you've done it before and you really have the power to you know take hold of yourself and you know drag yourself in the direction that you want to you've done it before you did an amazing thing. You really did. 
by doing that. And so, if you've picked yourself up before, I think you can do it again. But before you do that, you have to let go of all this shit that's that's holding you back from the past. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You are. I appreciate that, man. Some, I guess sometimes you really need a outside perspective to really put your thoughts in place. You know, because this is something I've been dwelling on for months and months and months. And, uh, it not necessarily driven me to insanity, but I mean, you know, the definition of insanity at the end of the day, it's doing the same right. thing over and over again and expecting different results. Right. Um, you know. Jerry, I, uh, I, I wish you good luck and I hope that you're able to, you know, let go of these things and. I I think you have a track record of of being able to help yourself pretty well and I think that that will continue and I think that you'll be able to find yourself in a good place if you can give up you know the regrets you have of the past um is is there anything else that uh you want to say to the people of the computer before we go or you know any aspect of this that you wanted to clear up before we go yeah yeah uh Man, if you are out there struggling with addiction and you're one of the few people or you're one of the people, the millions around the world that are struggling with addiction, don't be afraid to ask for help and to try and pull yourself out of that position. It'll be one of the best decisions you've ever made. I might be struggling with my addiction again now. But there was a time where I was more healthy than I am now. And that's okay. Being sick is okay if you're struggling. But the first thing you need to do is finally be able to realize what I'm doing is unhealthy and how do I fix it. And to talk to other people, those of you who are struggling out there, consider going to 12 Steps. Uh, I've been through it and I've been away from it for so long. And I think that's another reason that I've started to lead my unhealthy life again. Um, and I, I just want to say thank you uh, for listening. I appreciate it. Hey. Uh, thank you for sharing, Jerry. I, I, you know, it takes a lot to, you know, be open and honest on a public forum. So we appreciate it. And I'm sure people listening appreciate it. Uh, thank you for calling, man. You have a good night. Thank you. Take care, brother. You know, it's interesting. Every time uh, I, you know, I get into something like this, I always think about how it's manifesting in my own life. And I'm thinking about like, you know, I think the, the best mindset, you know, you could really have is, is like, okay, what now? What can I do with like, like, what can I do with where I'm at now? You know, what now is is a great mindset to have because it's not stuck in the past. It's not stuck on some shit that you can't control. It's a very high locus of control mindset. And, uh, I, you know, I'm thinking about how that's manifesting in my own life. Um, and, uh, and talking to Jerry kind of made me think about, like, how I can better center myself and collect myself uh, with an energy of... 
you know, what do I got right now? And how is it better than, you know, maybe where I was in the past? And how can I work off of that foundation? So, I'm going to think about that myself. I'm going to think about that myself. Thank you again, Jerry, for sharing. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? Hello? What's going on? My name is Sarah. I'm from Germany. 24 years old. I'm a dentist, actually becoming a dentist in February. Sarah, what's going on with you? How's life? 
Um, the problem is my boyfriend is a YouTuber. He has he has multiple channels going on. He has over five million subscribers, and um, he he made a lot of money till today. The problem is since two weeks he's started to think about YouTube automation, and like going out there, putting himself out there, presenting himself in order to like coach people. You know, like like give courses online or like networking, meeting up with people. But this is something that I'm totally against it. I I don't believe that a man should be presenting himself on Instagram at first place. And um, yeah, like he, he already made a lot of money. I don't I don't see any reason for him to do that. And I basically think that like he's seeking the attention, and I'm not someone that's that's gonna cope with him. Like that's gonna cope with like the whole situation, you know. Okay, so let me let me. I, I'm having a bit of a hard time understanding this, so let me kind of get this straight here. So your boyfriend is a YouTuber. What kind of videos does he make? Exactly, he makes like true crime videos, like extreme videos, this kind of thing. But his his main focus okay. is on true crime. Okay, so your boyfriend makes true crime videos on YouTube, and he is teaching yeah. YouTube automation courses. What is that? He he wants to do that. YouTube automation basically means YouTube coaching. Like for example, for people okay. who are starting a channel, how you should work on a channel and this kind of stuff. Okay, so he wants to be a, a YouTube uh, coach. Okay, and exactly. where where lies in your problem with this? Um, in order for him to do that, he needs to present himself on Instagram to show that he's successful. To show okay. that he's made a lot of money with YouTube, and okay. I don't, I don't really think that this is necessary. You know, because like I am also making a lot of money, and I think we can, we can have a great life together um, in the age of twenty-four, and there is like no need for that. But we had like serious problems about him wanting to do that. So I don't know if I'm selfish not wanting him to do that, or um, or I just should, I just should be coping with it. I guess uh, I'm having a really hard time understanding why exactly you're upset by your boyfriend presenting himself in a certain way on Instagram to, uh, you know, show that he is qualified to coach other people in YouTube. Um, let me put it this way. Um, in order for people to buy his courses, he needs to, for example, post pictures with a lot of amazing cars, get get in touch with like a lot of women out there. And I think this is this is this is my my biggest issue. You know, like I love myself, I am confident, but I just I just don't think that this is, this is needed. Like we are together since two years, we've been traveling. The whole two years, if I'm being honest with you, and I love the freedom that we have. And if he ever starts doing that, he would be restricted to stay somewhere, to call to people, and he wouldn't be having the freedom that we have now. But I've, I've done everything in my life in order to have this freedom, you know. Okay, so wouldn't if he was coaching people on YouTube, wouldn't he be coaching people remotely? Sorry, I didn't understand you. If he was coaching people on YouTube, wouldn't he be coaching them remotely? 
um, he w- he would need to meet up with them and also okay. getting calls with them like weekly, for example, five times a week, you know. And he also needs to meet up with them, so he wouldn't be able to travel all around the world. For example, I'm okay. from Germany, he's from United Kingdom, and you know, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a little tough to manage okay. that. Okay. Where are you guys uh, at currently? Are you in uh, Germany, both you guys? We are. We are. We are currently in Germany. I'm. Um, I'm working. I'm working with my cousin in Germany, so he's actually in my city now. But we are in a hotel, and like as as we always do. But whatever. If he ever starts doing what he wanna do, we would be restricted to either be separated or me leaving my life behind completely and move to United Kingdom. Okay. So. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm I'm not going to tell you whether or not you should break up with your boyfriend, obviously. But um, if your boyfriend has some, I think you know everyone has different everyone has different philosophies on relationships. You know, some people believe that if you really want to make a relationship work, you you sacrifice things that you want to do to make the other person happy and to make the relationship work. And other people believe um, that, you know, you should do what it is that you want to do with your life and ideally find a relationship uh, where the relationship uh, works around the people's lives, not the people's lives working around the relationship. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say which of those two schools of thought is better because that's a subjective thing. Um I know. I, I appreciate that, but I would I would love to know from your side of view, is it yeah. toxic from me not wanting him to do that? I, I think ideally, if you really love this guy, I'll get sure, you know, it's a subjective thing and I will give you my subjective opinion. If you really love this guy and you really want him to be happy and to live his best life. I think that you should encourage him to do whatever it is he wants to do uh, in his business. Now, you uh, are claiming that if you were to stay in this relationship, you were claiming that you like your freedom and that you want to be able to travel and do all these things. And you are feeling as though if your boyfriend were to take on this new endeavor... And you wanted to stay with him, it would prevent you from doing what you want to do. And listen, if your boyfriend really loves you, he would want you to not feel restricted and to want to do whatever you want to do. And if there is a point of tension there where both of you guys pursuing what you want to do would be incompatible with you guys being in a relationship together, you know, that's something to really think about. Yeah. Right? Because that would be the school of thought of, you know, wanting to have a relationship that works around your life as opposed to a life that works around a relationship. And if you're asking me, again, I don't think that either one is is the right one. If you're asking me, my personal philosophy, I, I definitely think that... um two people's lives relationships should work around people's lives as opposed to people's lives working around relationships Mm. that's how I feel um 
And so if you feel as though the life that you want to live is incompatible in this relationship, that's something to really think about and, you know, make a decision uh, according to where those thoughts guide you, if that makes any sense. Did that make sense? True. It, it, that, it, it, it does. It's just, it's just pretty difficult to me because, like, I, I don't want to be toxic, but I also, like, if, you, if, you, if I'm being completely honest with you and just, like, completely close my eyes on the YouTube thing, I sure. also don't see a reason for a man be, be just on Instagram, if I'm being honest with you. Like, <laughs> okay. I do believe that, like, men out there shouldn't be on Instagram the way, the way okay. my dad isn't. You know, like, yeah, like I'm sure. basically from Iran. I'm living right. in Germany since 12 years. And mm -hmm. I just have, I just have like other values, you know? Okay. Um, listen, here, here's, here's what I think about the question of, are you toxic for not wanting your boyfriend to be on Instagram? I think if you have certain value, listen, have whatever values you're going to have. I don't think it's toxic to... Have, I don't think it's toxic to have certain values, but at a certain point, I don't think it's uh, ideal for you to be enforcing your personal values on other people, right? So mm -hmm. if you don't, if you have values that are like, I don't want my boyfriend to be on Instagram, you know, then go f go find yourself a boyfriend who's not on Instagram, right? Don't. Don't find a guy who is on Instagram and try to convince him to get off. I mean, he wasn't on Instagram. I mean, as I got to know him, he had a private page. I mean, he still do have a private page. Nobody knows him. He never shows his face. And like these things are coming up since like a week, um, okay. which is caused by a friend of him who, who mentioned all of this stuff, like for to reach his goals, to make around 300K a month and okay. blah, 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 blah which we do okay. not really need because we both making money. Like I work and I'm also a dentist. He already been working. He has savings, you know, like I just, it just doesn't make sense to me at the end of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, Sarah, I, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this before we go. Um, I think it's okay for you to have certain values, whatever they are. Right. Uh, I, you know, I would never tell you how to think or what to feel, but, um, I think that, like I said, having values and impo having values and imposing values upon others are two different things. And I think when you start to impose your values onto other people and try to dictate other people to live by your values is when it becomes a problem. And so sure. I think you should, if, and also I think people change, right? So maybe when you got into this relationship with this guy, you guys had similar values. And then as time went on, your values started to shift. And I don't think that that's a horrible, tragic thing. Um, but you guys should, you know, have an open and honest conversation about what it is that you value and see if you're still on the right track. And if you're seeing a lot of dissonance in each other's values 
and you're seeing that your lives are no longer compatible with uh, this relationship, then you know you should you should think about that. That's what I'll say about this. True. That that makes sense. I guess I guess I just need to have a like more clear conversation with him and just and just tell him how I feel about it all and if it would work or 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 if not. Right. And to that degree and I'll, uh, uh, to that degree like you can't you can't change him. You can't when you're asking is it toxic, you can't force him to not have an Instagram. You can't Believe me, I to, don't want you can't you can't force him to not have an Instagram. You can't dictate how he's going to act but you can look at how he is and how he's acting and what he's choices he's deciding to make in life and decide for yourself that those choices and whatnot don't align with your values and then make the decision to terminate the relationship that's within your control right that's you controlling your own actions but you can impose your values upon to him that's what i'll say um you're right. Sarah, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go or any other aspect of this that uh, you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I'm I'm really grateful for your advices and I will be thinking about them and for sure I will I will talk to him about it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. I, I enjoyed my time also a lot. Awesome. Thank you very much for calling, Sarah. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. Uh, there's an interesting one, cause, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess I could just reiterate what I said, which is like, you know, look, if you, okay, if you have a certain, I, I don't really care what people believe. I really don't. I don't care if people want to believe things that I think are unreasonable. I kind of don't. I, I really do feel like people should be entitled to believe or value whatever they want, even if it's, like, by my opinion, crazy or unreasonable. I, people can value whatever they want in life. Again, the, the chief issue becomes when they try to impose their values upon others. That's where, like, a lot of... I'm going to get whatever here, but that's where, like, human conflict comes into play, right? Like, there's a there's a general belief, I think, that most people have that you can do and think and say and feel however it is you want in this world as long as you're not affecting other people or imposing that upon other people um and you know i hope i hope that uh sarah makes the right decision that that uh you know results in the maximum happiness for both her and uh her her boyfriend as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.
Hi. Uh, am I live? We're live. Oh, hello. Katie, what's going on with you? How can I get you today? Hi. Um, I am calling because I have this. I have this weird thing. I mean, I don't know if it's weird, but I am obsessed with nine eleven. Um, and it's not like an ironic thing. I genuinely am like super interested in it, but people in my life think I'm making a joke of it and I'm completely serious. Um, I got an issue of the New York Post from September 12th for Christmas and I am dead serious about it. I know everything there is to know. Any trivia, I know the answer and people think that I am being ironic and I'm not. You got a copy of the New York Post for Christmas. What was like, like it was a copy of the New York Post, like on 9-11 from September 12th. Yeah, it says active war, World Trade Center destroyed many dead. It's from September 12th. September 12th. Yeah. Who gave it to it's you? Real. My boyfriend. So but your boyfriend. Of... Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no. A lot of people think I'm being like silly about it and I'm making a joke of it. And I seriously, it's like a serious interest for me. Um, I mean, listen, an obsession with 9-11, it, it sounds pretty similar to like. You know, people's obsessions with World War II history and uh, the Civil War and other kinds of um, macabre yeah, events. Exactly. I think the difference between that and yours is is simply that, uh, you know, 9-11 is more recent. But, um, I mean, yeah. people have had obsessions with, you know, tragic historical events, you know, forever. People get so obsessed with them that they write act books about them and become historians. And I've read all of those books. Just to be clear, I've read like every book there has been written about 9-11. So. And I was also alive for it. And I remember mm-hmm. it. So um, so you think people think that you're just like reading books about 9-11 as a joke? Um, yeah, they think I'm being like passe about it. I think they uh-huh. think that I am like making a meme of it. Mm-hmm. That would be this. This would be a lot of uh, research and investigation for a meme. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I don't know, like, because it has become kind of like a an ironic thing, especially in the wake of like post ironic like meme culture and all. all it's of true. Stuff. It's it's been a little memeified. Yeah, exactly. But like I have been interested in this for a long time and i think i don't know people have kind of come at me about it like that i'm being insensitive so i don't really know how to navigate my interest in it with the kind of modern culture of the interest and the kind of meme shit um you know i had a phase for a little bit Every now and then where I become obsessed with Columbine. Yes, been there. Oh, yeah. Or like shootings and stuff. I think everyone has that like, 
this 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 I don't know where it comes from. This dark like the morbid curiosity. Yes, the morbid people the morbid curiosities. Um, what was I going to say here? Uh, so why nine eleven? Why are you so obsessed with nine eleven? Because nine eleven changed the trajectory of history forever. I think that nine eleven was this like huge point in modern history where like nothing will ever be the same again. And I think about like I, I mean I think a lot of my interest it's not just about the day, it's about like the effects that home where I live. Yeah. I live in Dallas, Texas. A lot of it is about Who are you with? Yeah. I live in Dallas, Texas. No, no, who I said who are you with? Uh, oh, I'm with my friend Alessa. Oh, okay. Somebody in the chat said this isn't funny and it's funny cuz it's you I'm, I'm getting where you're coming from. Exactly. Not, not not a single neither of us have been trying to be funny. And yet Yeah. We, I've just experienced firsthand what you're talking about. And yet people think that you're trying to be funny. Which yeah, is, you know, is fuck, it's just fucked up with them. Right. I think that probably the people who are saying that weren't alive for it. I'm just now tell me this. A guess. Tell me this. Tell me this. Yeah. Was 9-11 an inside job? No. Okay, so this is a very loaded question, and it's one I get a lot, because my obsession, my obsession with it kind of warrants the question. I believe that 9-11 was an act of negligence on the part of the U.S. government. I think that the 1990, what was it, 1992 attack on the World Trade Center was a huge foreshadowing. I think that it wasn't on part of George Bush, but I think that it was very much preventable. So that's my opinion on it. Do you think the negligence was intentional? Yes. I think I think that we So wait, so what in, but would intentional negligence be and in, make it an inside job? I don't think so. I think that it was just because we felt invincible as a government. I think that our country felt our government and our political system felt invincible and we felt like it was a minor threat when in reality there were like so many red flags but i digress somebody said big brain <laughs> uh is your friend is your friend uh uh into 911 she she supports me in my interest yes i was just showing her my new york post uh, issue that I got for Christmas. So she's she's down with it. It's mainly just kind of side characters in my life who think that I'm mm -hmm. making a joke out of it. Okay, I mean, look, it is a little bit funny that your boyfriend gave you a newspaper about 9-11 for Christmas. Well, you know, he he gets me. What can I say? Kind of, uh, Kind of romantic. Kind of romantic, yeah. In a but, in you know, a I, I in a cry. weird way. Yeah. 
he loves you so much. He accepts your interests so much. Yeah, and he, you know, it took a lot of work to get him to understand because it was like everyone else. Like he, he said it's the perfect gift. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it took a lot of work to get him to understand that it was not this ironic thing. So. Um, did he, uh, how much did that cost? I feel like that would be kind of worth a lot. I have no idea, uh, but it's definitely a, an original copy. He said he got it from eBay. It smells old. There's some fucking guy on eBay just, like, making a killing off of, like, selling and trading 9-11-themed memorabilia. I mean, as he should. There's There's a market for it. And it's me. I mean, I don't know. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. But um, it's unfortunate that people think I'm making a joke out of it. So that's that's my problem. Um, Alexa, stop laughing. <laughs> Does any part of you hope that there's a second 9-11? So that you have no, more things to read about? Absolutely not. I am a pacifist. I do not. I mean, I no. Okay. I, I have a level of empathy with the position that, uh, I, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but I have a position of empathy about why it happened, but I do not ever wish violence on anybody. So that's where I stand on that. I just hope people can appreciate my perspective and my interest without thinking that I'm being, uh, you know, passive and uh, silly about it. Well, good. Good. Um, yeah. All right. Final question. Um, do, do you think there will be another 9-11? Um, in the near future, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I guess that question boils down to what would the equivalent be? I don't know how to answer that. Um, but as of right now, I mean... The war is technically over. I don't know. But obviously there's all this other conflict. So I can't predict that. But I don't think so in the near future. So I don't know. I that would be crazy if there was another 9-11 and it happened on 9-11. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. But if that happened, I would probably start to dig into it. Uh. Yeah, I mean, that would be iconic. I can't lie. I mean, not in a good way, but... Not in a good way, but, you know. No. Well, we can end on that. Uh, Katie, thank you very much for calling. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, I just want to say that it's a serious interest, and I know everything there is to know, I feel, I believe, and, uh, yeah, I don't think it's an inside job. I think it's an act of negligence. So that's all I have to say. Thank you for calling, Katie. Thank you. I mean, it would be kind of iconic. Therapy can 
Goodyear Auto Service takes pride in caring for your car. Get in the groove with Goodyear's technician tips. Number 13, inspect your tread. Like a podcast, you're an investigative journalist finding the cracks in the case. And number 64, pump your brakes before you crank that debate. Coming in for routine brake checks are essential for your safety. Goodyear Auto Service, here for the bumps in the road. Get more tips at GoodyearAutoService.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.